Welcome to this Texas Sports Nation podcast. I'm John McLean. I can be reached at McLean underscore on underscore NFL. I'm Greg Rogan. I can be reached at Greg Rogan, R-A-J-A-N on Twitter. Greg, a lot of going on in the NFL, a lot going on with the Texans, and waiting to hire Josh McCown. And where do you want to start? Where do we? I mean, usually the week before the Super Bowl is pretty dull. You know, there's a couple coaches hired here and there, but man, Brian Flores dropped a bomb right in the middle of the NFL on uh, Tuesday afternoon. So let's start there, John. Obviously, a serious lawsuit here, very serious allegations of uh, racist hiring practices on the NFL's part. He sued the NFL, three teams, the Dolphins, the Giants, and the um, Broncos. We can't get into all the allegations. There's a ton of allegations in this thing. In your mind, is the most damning thing out of this uh, lawsuit, the Bill Belichick text messages, where Belichick basically tells him before he's going on his interview with the Giants that they're going to hire Brian Dayball? Yes, and the way they would respond to that, the Giants, is Bill Belichick's not privy to what we're doing. You know, he must have heard something and it wasn't accurate. We had not hired Brian Dayball. We were waiting to interview Brian Flores, so it'll be their word against his. And what I can't wait to find out, Greg, about any of these allegations, how much does he have proof? Does he have text? Does he have voicemails? Does he have uh, emails? that he can back up some of the claims about Miami owner Stephen Ross offered him hundred grand per loss so they could tank to get Joe Burrow. You know, the bottom line is, had they passed up to a tongue of Iloa and taken Justin Herbert, would we be having a lawsuit right now? I would have waited until all of the jobs were filled before I filed that. And I think what this means, and he knows it, he's been asked everywhere, he's not going to work in the NFL again. Nobody gets hired if they sue the parent company, whether it's one of us sued Hearst Corporation. I don't think the Chronicle's going to hire us. And so I expect Brian Flores to sit out this next season and then come back at a major college program. Obviously, for any NFL team, the optics of making a coaching hire after this Brian Flores lawsuit, if you're not hiring a minority, are not good. For the Texans, the optics of a Josh McCown hire in any situation were not good because they were going to get ripped for it locally nationally obviously they haven't made a hire yet but from what you were reporting they're leaning toward hiring mccown how bad is that going to go over especially in the wake of this brian flores lawsuit well they're going to hire mccown and uh, they interviewed six they interviewed three including flores and philadelphia defensive coordinator jonathan gannon twice and they've been enamored with mccown since he played here in 2020 and they know taking a head coach with no experience above the high school level is going to get them widespread criticism. But obviously they believe in McCown and they're going to hire McCown and they're going to take the criticism and they're going to move on and start getting ready for free agency with him, getting ready for free agency. And then, of course, the draft, Lovey Smith will be the defensive coordinator. He's got, he'll have Romeo Cornell with him in the front office. And I think they're going to, I think they're going to elevate Pep Hamilton to play caller and offensive coordinator. So all those guys have been around a long time, and whether you have been an assistant coach for a couple of years or no years, you're going to need help from people around you, and he'll have that help with three guys who've been successful at different levels of the NFL. A couple other things, John, from the NFL this week. Tom Brady officially announced his retirement. 
thanked everyone under the sun in Tampa Bay, did not thank anyone with the Patriots. What do you make of that? Just sheer pettiness at this point? Well, he came back a day later and put out a thank you to Patriot Nation, but that was a well-crafted retirement Instagram, and the Patriots were conspicuous by their absence, and it was pointed out, and of course he did it on purpose. I don't know why he came back a day later and thanked the fans, but it shows he's still got some bad blood with what happened to him in New England. When you say well-crafted, was that pun intended? Yeah, well, absolutely. <laughs> okay. Uh, one other thing with Tom Brady, I mean, we, we could talk about him winning seven Super Bowls, you know, taking the Patriots to, ten, to nine, uh, 10 Super Bowls or whatever it was, nine Super Bowls, you know, all the winning became a dynasty, changed the franchise. What about the kind of the ecosystem of coaches and front office people that Tom Brady kind of essentially helped create? Because there are a lot of guys who made a lot of money because of Tom Brady through the years. And there's a lot of assistant coaches got jobs to be head coaches because of Brady. There's a lot of personnel people who worked under Belichick like Nick Casario and Brady played a big role in them getting opportunities to be general managers. He helped make a lot of money for the Kraft family. And the two things that stand out about Brady to me, Greg, was his unbelievable durability through all those years, not just his his uh, ability to play until he was 44 and throw for 5,300 yards, but durability. And then his ability to bring the Patriots and the Buccaneers from behind when they were down. There's never been a quarterback that opposing teams and fans hated to face more than Brady when his team needed a field goal or a touchdown to pull out a victory. And that's why he's the greatest. There's no question asked about the greatest quarterback in history. It's Brady, number one, and others are competing for number two. A couple more things. Washington Commanders, what are your thoughts on that nickname? Everybody's got to have a nickname that's short for Commanders. Are they commies? You know, are they comms? The Durs? People are not just going to say Commanders constantly. At this point, I didn't see anything that blew my socks off. And my wife, who grew up in Washington and has loved the Redskins, has all kind of Redskins memorabilia. She wouldn't have liked anything, no matter what it was. And she certainly did not like Commanders. Which was taken from the uh, late uh, associ- what is it? The Association of American Football Franchise in San Antonio. The uh, San Antonio Commanders, which no one, I'm sure no one remembers them. They played, what, before, uh, before the pandemic, briefly? They should hire former Oilers quarterback Cody Carlson, whose nickname was the Commander, to work in their front office. That's that's very funny. That's our Texas Sports Nation podcast for today. Thank you guys very much for listening. You can reach me at, at McLean underscore on underscore NFL. You can reach me at Greg Rajan, R-A-J-A-N on Twitter. Greg, thank you very much. Thank everyone for listening, reading, and watching.